Hello everybody, this is Will Frazier. Welcome to History Made Up. On today's show, we have George Adams, owner of the Noir Bistro and Bar, owner of the Paramount Cinema, and owner of the Paramount Theater, all right here in Oklahoma City. Hello everybody, my name is Will Frazier. This is History Made Up, the informative, improvised podcast. What I do here is I travel around the country, I get stories from local people, and then I find local improvisers to make up some scenes based on that story. I'm in Oklahoma City having a great time here. The Winter Festivus Improv Festival is going on. Yeah, I, yeah that's Woo-hoo. how you say it, right? Yeah, yeah. it's Festivus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's meet our improvisers, Anne Lissette Cavani. That's right. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Great. Um, so our guest today uh, owns the, the theater where the, the, fest, the, the festival is going. Yeah, he runs the place. Uh, and this place has a lot of crazy history with Hollywood mm-hmm. that I did not know about. Mm-hmm. Did you, um, growing up, did you... Watch old movies. In did you were you raised on any of those old Hollywood um, classics? Some of them. Uh, my parents are older than most, and so I did come up with the old classics. Most uh, one that's come into my head though is actually just Young Frankenstein because that's <laughs> a parody of all the movies, and that's just it's yeah. uh, very close to our family. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, because it's shot in black for and sure. white. And yeah, reminds me of all the good ones. Yep, there's so many, and it, when you watch the going back and watching it, there's so many of those weird Frankenstein movies that you that most people had never heard or seen mm-hmm. of that they reference mm-hmm. in that movie, mm-hmm. and I I watched all those growing up. I remember on Sunday mornings, AMC back when AMC played classic right. movies. Right. Oh, when it was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Every Sunday morning, they would have old horror movies on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. I got to see all like the Lon Chaney, Junior Wolfman, mm. and the, all those bride of, son of, neighbor of, for whatever <laughs> it was of Frankenstein. Right. And there's all sorts of crazy stuff in there. And to, yeah, to find out the history about this place, I was like totally blown away. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. cool. Uh, Molly Brew. Hi. Hi, Molly. How are you? I'm peachy keen. Thanks, Will. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here with you. Thanks for being here. Um, what about you? Did you grow up watching some of the old classics? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I mean, my grandparents, uh, my grandmother was a big, uh, big time fan of uh, Clark Gable and Gone with the Wind. Of course, she grew up here in Oklahoma during the Depression. Um, and uh, Gone with the Wind comes comes out in 1939, mm-hmm. and it was just a big deal for her. Uh, my mother would always watch the AMC classics, yeah. and uh, I grew up watching the Three Stooges, the Thin Man, uh, you know, Catherine Hepburn films, Cary Grant films. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Bringing up Baby. Oh, you know it. That's a, <laughs> that's one of my favorite. That's such a great... They don't make goofball movies anymore. No, they like really they screwball, don't. What do they call them? Screwball comedies. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the closest that we've come to in recent times with screwball comedy is probably going to be The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's nowhere near as good as you know, the old 
No. 1940s, yes. How that ever got in there. The rat pack became the frat pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Rob Silverman. How's it going? Good, Rob. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, I'm so happy you could do it. Um, what about you? Did you yeah. watch some of those old classics? Oh, gosh, yeah. I, uh, so, I mean, I'm kind of the youngest of the crowd here, but... So my connection to them is my dad was like a really early Netflix adopter. So from I guess, really yeah, very very early on the Netflix back when it was well, actual we back but when it was actual DVDs. But even for a dad to be the first one to pick up Netflix, that's that doesn't seem normal. He was yeah I, for for someone who wasn't actually all that into technology, he was a very early adapter um, adopter on iPods. Netflix, a bunch of different things like that. So yeah, you know, from when I was 11 or 12, we were bringing in all of these different old movies. You know, we'd go through three and over the course of a weekend, send them all back, get a new bunch. And, you know, to this day, um, Lawrence of Arabia is still one of my oh, all-time gosh, yeah. favorite films. That's my number one. Oh, I, I love it. That's, uh, you're I in. Think, you're <laughs> in. There we go. Yeah, and actually, that's one of the reasons I ended up uh, becoming a, a film student in school. I, I studied uh, film theory in college. Just, oh, I think David Lean is the, a tough one. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to be studying that, and then everyone else, it's a, it's like two totally different things. Yeah. 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 He's so. Yeah. I. Especially today, where people are watching things on their phones and their tablets. I don't think he would even be interested in making a movie for that. No. Everything, everything he made was the Grand. biggest, mm-hmm. grandest scope, scope. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think of those movies as being the, like, the early argument for IMAX, right? Like, wh- why do we want a, a format that allows us to work with such grand scope? You know, if you can see, this is how big and... Um, all-encompassing we can make something shooting on 35 then like what can we do with those massive cameras right? yep That's so cool. exactly that oh man still i've luck luckily like they bring that movie back and release it into theaters every like for the anniversaries mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't Have done it with that to one. see it I, not with oh that one but like, with the godfather movies and stuff like that i love going to those they're so much fun there was uh there was an old theater in uh, Des Moines, where I'm from, called the Riviera River Hills. And it was the screens, the actual physical screens, were the biggest in the Midwest. They were like old school. They just didn't replace them to put a multiplex in. It was, you could go and see two movies. There was two screens there. That's it. But they were massive. And they brought Lawrence of Arabia back there. Oh. And that scene... The on the Devil's shot. Anvil, mm-hmm. where he's crossing the desert, and like if you were watching it on a TV, it's you would just think it's a picture of a sun over a desert, mm-hmm. but then the speck appears, right? And then he starts coming and coming, and on on even on the big screen TV home, you can't really see it, no, but can't. finally, like you can feel that sun beating down on you, like you can start to sweat, like oh, you really yeah. get that feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's just so different than anything else. Is that yeah, it's that scene and oh gosh, there's one other. It's the scene where Lawrence is given the robes oh, of one of the yeah. tribes for the first time, and he goes out into the desert and kind of um, dances and practices, uh, carrying himself in this different garb for the first time. Beautifully shot, where you can see the thirds of the sky and then the dunes of the sand, and then him just. 
made minuscule by the giant desert around him. Yep. My favorite shot in the whole movie is in that scene. There's no mirrors. He looks at his reflection in the blade. That's right. In the blade of that little, the scimitar, whatever, that little knife that they gave him. Yeah. And that still, yeah, it gives me goosebumps. I Mm -hmm. love it. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, now we've just talked about movies for a while. Okay. Yeah. We're done now. Okay. Um, (laughs) For me, this was the truncated version of it. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Wind me up and. Okay, I got a story. All right, so yes, my love of movies, all that, like, it's been uh, for a long time. Uh, When I was in high school, um, I played football and I didn't really like it. I just, it was just sort of assumed I would because I'm a great big guy. What position did you play? Offensive line and defensive line. Rock on. Yeah. I bet you were tired every Friday. Yeah, it was, and I just, it wasn't that fun. I just didn't like it that much, uh, but I just always did it because that's, it was you know, what society expected of you. Really? That's right. And then uh, my senior year, I found a loophole. Oh, no, guy. You know what, guys? I'm not going out for the football team this year. I'm going to make a documentary about our team instead. Oh, that's cool. So I took my VHS mm-hmm. shoulder, huge mm-hmm. yeah, VHS I have, I camera. <laughs> yep. Big old brick. Mm-hmm. And I did everything the same. My friends would pick me up to go lift before practice, and I just instead I would just wouldn't lift. I would just sit and I would just shoot everything, and shoot all the practices and all the games. It's a little pervy. And uh, it, I like I got some good stuff. Like mm-hmm. there was uh, a really good uh, shot of one of the coaches just chewing out this poor kid, <laughs> this poor freshman, <laughs> this poor freshman kid too. But he was like he. He was on the varsity team because he was like this freak. He was like one of these farm kids who he was stronger than any of us wow. as seniors. Mm-hmm. So they just, they're putting him out there anyway. And um, yeah, after one of the game or at halftime of one of the games, uh, the offensive line coach was just in there chewing his ass. This poor, like I say, this poor kid, mm-hmm. but like he's bigger, stronger than any of us. Oh. But he's still a. 17-year-old kid. And so, like, you see his, like, eyes start tearing up. It's like, yeah, you can be as strong as you want, but there's still a kid in there. Mm-hmm, they're babies. Yeah. That's the age I teach. They and, are such babies. Yeah. And, I um, yeah, I edited, I edited all that together, and I made a little movie and sold it to the parents at the whatever, you know, the... A potluck dinner, the awards ceremony yeah, at the, the end of the, the season thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, exactly. And um, it's, I, I don't know. I hope there's no copies around. It can't be good at all. It's real bad and embarrassing from what I remember of it. Oh. And I hope I don't ever get to see it. Um, some did you, did you, is happy for sure. Yeah. Some parent oh, yeah. has it. They, 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 they love showing it off that mm-hmm. you made it. Maybe. And well, it's their kids on there too, so yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe they are still holding on to it, and they watch it every year, and I they like it. Still have a VCR and do watch VHSs. I don't know if anybody else. Oh yeah, we have VHS. A, yeah, yeah, I still have yeah. it, and I have a VHS movie I made too. Yeah, when I was a junior, not good, not good at all. <laughs> right, looking back, you like, man, it's, I thought. 
like in the middle of it, you're like, oh, wow, this is crazy. I'm really doing something neat and good. Yeah. And then even just like five years later, like, uh, can we just make sure no one ever sees that ever yeah, again? <laughs> yeah. Everything's on YouTube now. Yep. All right. So let's do a scene off of that. Hear that? Uh, yeah. You sound like a dog. Did you bring a dog? No, I have no dogs. But you know what? There were five dogs. There's always dogs. There's always ahead. dogs running around here. You can't get rid of them. This neighborhood is overrun by dogs. I don't know. I'm not a dog person myself. I have a cat. Are they nice? Uh, no. Can I? Can we pet the dogs? Some of them are nice. Some of them you can pet. Some of them are rabid. You know? How do you? How can you? Can you tell? Oh, there's no way to tell. I've named them. You know, like shit ears and uh, piss ass. Drag butt. Like that drag butt. That one drags his butt a lot. It's mm-hmm. really just one of those things where. If the fight or flight reaction kicks in, and then you realize, oh wait, I'm doing a wind sprint. It's a rabid dog. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's how I can tell, and I'm I'm in pretty good shape now. Yeah, but you're 12. You don't know anything. Yeah, you may be in good shape. I I I pretty much know the the route to the grocery store and back. Mom sends me, and that's and I run from the rabid dog sometimes when I have. Have hamburger meat on Wednesdays. That's right. That's that's, that's fun. Um, Aunt Katie, uh, are we gonna do anything else for Thanksgiving, or just hang out I on the porch and? I wanted to address everyone's issues. Okay. And that first comes with addressing the issues of this house. Oh, okay. Are we gonna do that before or after we draw for names at Christmas for Christmas? We have to finish Thanksgiving. Do the interventions, and then we'll transition to Christmas. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I get somebody good this year. I, I hate being around all these dogs and not being able to pet them. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's at your own risk. Can I, uh, can I just request now, when we pick names for Christmas, if someone gets my name, they give me a dog. Is that too much to ask? That sounds like a freebie, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a free gift, Christmas present. It's kind of... You know, jejun, honestly, you know, giving you a dog for Christmas. Everybody gets a dog for Christmas. Are you going to take care of the dog in two years, three years, the rest of your life, the rest yes. of its life? Yes, I these will. These dogs don't have much life. I mean, that's a relative. We could literally give him a dog that we determine how much longer it lives, whether it be one, two, seven years. Oh. You can tell these dogs that some of them are on their last leg, quite literally. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I, I don't want one of the last leg ones. And, and well, I, don't, maybe, I don't want the one dragging its ass or the well, one pissing. Well, maybe we give you a dog that you can handle. You know, like God gives you only what you can handle. Ever heard of that? Stumpy's pretty cute. Stumpy is very cute. Okay? I like he Stumpy. Two and, stumps. And he's, and he's <laughs> rel- on the relative scale of rabidity, I don't think he's too bad. There is no relative scale of rabidity. You're, you're either rabid, rabid or, or you're not. not. Now, the only way to I test know. for rabies is to cut off the head. Did you know that? Ricky, did you know that? Do you want I'm, me to test I'm, I'm 12. I don't know anything. Well, that's why we can't test him. Oh, shoot. 
can't testify anything besides a brain scan. Just and, like my brain. And you need to remove the head to do the brain scan? Yes, because otherwise the dog will bite while it's so, being scanned. So is rabies just like the same thing as CTE? Rabies is the dog version of CTE. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't think those dogs should be playing football. All right, welcome back to History Made Up. Uh, today's guest is uh, George Adams. He's the owner of the Paramount Theater here. Uh, let's uh, hear George's story. Okay, I am here with George Adams, the owner of Noir Bistro and Bar and the Paramount Theater and the Paramount Cinema here yes. in Oklahoma City. All things Paramount. Yes. All right, uh, George, can you tell us a story? Sure, sure. Well, you're, uh, you're in, on Film Row. Uh, it's a film road district of Oklahoma City, and it dates back to around 1915 or so. Uh, we're in the Paramount Building. The Paramount Building gets its name from uh, Paramount Pictures. They were the first tenants here in about 1919, 1920 is when they moved in. Uh, back then they were known as Famous Players Lasky, and then later they changed their names to Paramount Pictures, <laughs> right? And thus the Paramount, the Paramount name stuck, yeah. and we're still in the Paramount Building. Film Row was the distribution center for this part of the country. And so across the street from us, uh, the building still stands where uh, Warner Brothers was, Columbia Pictures, Universal, uh, 20th Century Fox, MGM, any major motion picture and uh, distribution company or even smaller distribution companies either had a representative, a desk, an office, a building, something here on Film Row. Um, I took over this, uh, the first floor of the Paramount building about uh, two and a half years ago. Um, we, have a, we have a cinema slash screening room. It's the last remaining screening room here on Film Row, and it's the actual screening room that uh, they would screen Paramount films in. So if somebody owned a theater, you know, uh, here in this region, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, Arkansas, parts of New Mexico, they would come here and they'd sit in the Paramount screening room and they'd watch a Paramount film. Maybe they'd go across the street to see what Warner Brothers had to offer or <laughs> Columbia Pictures. And then they would pick their film. And uh, there were vendors here along Film Row so they could get candy, they could get soda, popcorn, whatever they needed for their concession stands. There was a woman who started a theater supply company in 1935 and she ran it in the same building until she passed away in 2004. And she sold all the hardware for theaters, so theater seats, uh, oh. projection systems, uh, editing equipment, so in case you need to fix films, reels, all the hardware that you would need for a, for a theater. That's, see, that's crazy, and it sort of makes sense, because it doesn't matter where you go in the country, if you go to an old theater right. of that era, right. they all have the same style right, exactly. of hardware sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Sure. So, yeah, all yeah. that came from right here. Yeah. And so I'm originally from Los Angeles, and for me it's kind of fun because my uncle worked for Paramount Pictures in Hollywood. Uh, I grew up looking at the Hollywood sign. I lived four blocks north of, of Paramount Pictures for a number of years. And so for me to be a transplant, I lived in New York City for a while, back to California, and now I'm here in the middle of the country in Oklahoma, yeah. part of the Paramount you know, legacy. So it's kind of weird for me to, to yeah. you know, how the how the river flows, and we take our paths, and and we end up here. Exactly. So when you came back here looking for places and saw that sign on the building, it must have just 
no-brainer. It was kind of yeah, it was kind of <laughs> strange. Yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, long story short, the, the the building these units fell into my lap. The lady was that that owned it before me. She was looking to get out, and and we were friendly. I had been screening uh, some of my films, and and she was a fan of 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 my documentaries, and and so we became acquaintances. And when it was time for her to leave, she said, "You want my spaces?" And I said, "Sure." And so I opened a theater, uh, uh, a black box theater. So it's a live theater. We've got that going on. That's the Paramount Theater. I opened Noir Bistro and Bar. So Noir, N-O-I-R. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a play on film noir. Yeah. Um, if you can see here, maybe get some pictures. But we've got, oh, yeah. yeah, we've got uh, the murals. The murals. Yeah. We've also got celebrities in the bar. We've got pictures of of film noir. Uh, stills and those types of things. So it's, it's that whole vibe, and and we play jazz, but we also play. Uh, we do local music. Uh, we do a lot of different things here in the in the restaurant as well. So I've got three venues. Um, I've got a live theater. I've got a uh, a restaurant, a bistro and bar, and then I've also got the screening room. That's great. So it keeps me busy. It's yeah, that's awesome. All right, thanks so much. Um, what do you have to plug to promote what's going on in these places coming up? Sure. Well, there's just about, I mean, we've, we've got things for, for, every, for every taste. I mean, we've got uh, improv almost uh, every Friday and Saturday. Um, they have two shows on Fridays and Saturdays, 7.30 and 9.30. It's a cheap night. It's 10 bucks for a ticket. You get to see both shows for 15 um, And then we also have, we're also home to the Oklahoma City Cabaret. They'll be doing their their Christmas show here in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, so that's positive. We're going to be doing two shows uh, a night for the cabaret as well. So one's more of a, a Christmas standards and that type of thing. But then there, we're having a blue Christmas oh, show. Oh, right. So a little, a little racier, <laughs> a little more adult, but a little more fun. We, there's alcohol that gets served in the lobby. So, yeah. you know, those, those definitely will be a little fun. And then on Fridays, uh, or on Saturday nights rather, we do live music here in Noir every Saturday night. The first Saturday of every month, we do improv karaoke. So the improver, the improvisational group comes over on, on the first Saturday of every month, and they do karaoke their own way. So it's a party from <laughs> about 10 o'clock until 2 a.m. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, and then we've got, like I said, then we've got the screening room. We have a film festival that we do every year. Um, I've got a, I'm putting together um, a woman in films program. Oh, that's great. So that'll be fun. We're working on that for the end of, for the first part of uh, 2018. Um, I'm also working with a group, uh, a BBC company in, in England to show some uh, Shakespearean movies. So we'll have, a, we'll have a Shakespearean series as well, four films that we're lining up. Uh, for 2018 to show here at the Paramount. So that's great. Always something going on every weekend. There's something, there's a little something for everybody. All right, that's great. Thanks so much, George. Thanks for your time, and thank you for supporting local improv. That's Absolutely. what the show's all about. So, right. all right. Absolutely. Well, thank you. <coughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, uh, welcome into to Columbia, Columbia Pictures it's Screenings. Very smoggy in here. It is. It, is it, that is it smoke? It's smoky. That's the. That, that, we live in the we live in the future here in the 1950s. Uh, doctors have proven to us smoke is good for your health and lungs and eyeballs. I I think that's true. It's just, it's gonna make it hard to see the picture. No, but we're that's, here. We're here to see some pictures. It's part of the art and the mystique here. We we want to sell you some good pictures. I love the little ashtrays they have in the armrests. You betcha. 
Look, before you know it, they're going to have those in the airplanes soon. Am I allowed to not smoke? Son, you can do whatever you want. We may look down on you just a little bit for it, but if you're going to be a pansy about it, do what you need I'm, to do. I am not a pansy. Well, then well, I, I drove. Pansy. I'll have a cigarette. Absolutely. Cigarettes for everyone. Oh, okay. If she is, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Here. Uh, I'll have one too then. Ah. I didn't. I'm no pansy. I drove all the way from Tulsa just to see this. Well, son, we got we we got some nice treats for you here. We we've we've got the the, the newest creations of. of <laughs> sorry, I'm just, I'm not used to. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. What? I can see the hair is growing on your chest already, kiddo. So we have war film. Another war film. We've been doing a lot of war films this year. Uh, Bridge Over the River Kwai did so well, we're just trying to do Bridge Over the River Kwai 2, pretty much. Oh, you have Bridge Over the River Kwai 2? I, I will definitely take that one back to Tulsa with me. I won't even need to watch it. Yeah, it, it, that's actually, that was one that shot right, right here in Oklahoma. It's Bri- Bridge Over River Oklahoma. Just change, change the name to Kwai on the poster and you're good. Oh, okay. Do you have do you have posters? Uh, I mean, normally I buy my posters right here while I'm in town. Sir, here's your poster. Oh, th- thank you. If you if you please if you oh, oh, oh. <laughs> when you open it it just blew. Sorry, right it back into my face. I'm sorry. I'm still <laughs> getting used to it. <laughs> okay, what well, we got? I think a man with a smoky voice is sexy. Well, if you need smoky, sexy voices and smoky, sexy rooms, this may not be the right picture for you because this is all set outside in places that are supposed to be other countries. But it'll it'll give you a picture, that's for sure. We, okay. We yeah. guarantee we guarantee that it is in fact an entire motion picture. I can see from the poster. I can see what you're doing. That guy. It's supposed to be Alec Guinness, but it's definitely not quite. Alec Guinness. We couldn't sign pretty much anybody on for the sequel. Oh, well, a lot of them died, I, I know, so that probably... Alright, that's... that's as long as it's going to sell as many tickets as it did last time. Yeah. You're going to fill seats. Okay, good, Okay. Good, good, so, good. so moving on, that, that's most of our dramatic side. In, in comedic and romantic, let's see what we've got. We've got Singing in the Sun. Oh, I like that one. That one made me laugh a lot. I like a good comedy. All right, let me pull a reel out for you here. We're, we are into comedy, but we're also into romance. Is there romance inside the comedy? Absolutely. We have a little bit of both for all, for all members. This is a good date night movie. Go out and get, get, a, get a whole bottle of brandy and share it with a nice little appetizer and then, then watch the movie. But it has to be tasteful. I can't go back to Tulsa with the those racy movies. They ran me out of town. Son, when you sent me back with It Happened One Night, they almost ran me out of town. They almost ran you out of town? That movie won a Razzie, a real Los Angeles Film Critic Award. That didn't help me once they saw Clark Gable with his, just his undershirt on. It was fires and pitchforks all through the streets. Son, I'll admit it was a little racy, and my, my, my most genuine apologies to you on behalf of Columbia Cinemas, if that, if that indeed was the case. Speak up! 
Burnett, you saw what happened. I don't care to comment. It was disgusting. I always think it was kind of par for the course. I mean, it's Tulsa after all, though. They don't care for anything involving race. That's true. Tulsa is awful. Well, if you're not going to go for Singing in the Sun, starring absolutely no one from Singing in the Rain, let me see here, let me see here. You're really running me through the ringer today. What about, but what about like the bringing up Grandpa? Bring it, oh, great idea. Here we go. Let me get, let me get a reel out from that. <laughs> I don't, it don't really doesn't take this long. I am sorry. Here we go. Just take a look. Take a look at that one shot. It's gonna be our cinematography award for this year. It's an old, it's an old man in a diaper. That's wow. You got it. I mean, it's that's that's pretty funny. It's almost like a, a, a how-to documentary. It's very informative. Cinema verite. That's what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. It's the newest thing. Now, Bernadette, that might help us back at the house. You know, Grandpa's not doing too well. I know. I'm just wondering if he needs to be helped or just hurt. Well, that's an argument for the trip back. (laughs) We'll talk about it in the car. I really don't like the prices that I'm having to pay nowadays to get into the theater. and I don't really care for prices that they're charging at the concession stand. And so that's why I asked you to bring me the dollar store candy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got to, I brought you these Charles, Charleston shoes. Okay, that's I got, fine. I got you these dots. They were on sale because I think I'll they're love, expired. I'm telling you, I love me these chewy things. Thank I, you so much. I, I know, I know you're, you have been complaining a lot uh, about the prices. And I just, I just want to, you know... I'm trying not to complain too loudly, I mean... uh, That's good, because, I mean, it's always me paying for it. Mm -hmm. But it's it's only a dollar. You can spare a dollar, man. Right. I I think uh, if anyone should have the right to complain to the ticket manager this time, it should be me, since I'm the one paying for the tickets. Okay? Well, I don't have a I job. Know you, That's why you pay for it. I know. And I know you like giving that guy the business. But I just, did. I'm giving the business every time he comes over and says, tickets, please. Yeah. Like, no, it's the guy behind me. He's got the tickets. I don't have the tickets. I know. Let me let me go in front of you this time. Okay. Let me try to take a shot at him. Okay? Well, all right. I'll let you do it this one time. You yeah, just as, let's just give it a try okay. and see what happens. Fold that Charleston chew up. It's sticking out of all your right. purse. All right. I love these nougat things. They're so delicious. Hi there. Welcome back, guys. Tickets, please? Uh, yeah. About that. You see, we bought these tickets at the, up at the box office there. Uh-huh. And, well, they're a, a dollar. Yes, sir. And, I mean, we used to pay 50 cents. I like robbery. Yeah, I got this. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I just, I, I think we we had to raise prices because people haven't been buying our popcorns and sodas and, and bunch of crunch quite, quite as much as they used to. They... How about this? How about this, then? You give me one of those dollars back, we'll go buy some of your popcorn. No, it's not chewy. 
Well, well, well like, I don't think... I don't you got think any I'm taffy gonna... over there? Oh, boy. I do, I do think we have some saltwater taffy, sir. Yes. Okay. I will take $1 worth of saltwater taffy for free. That's such trash. Oh, well, you, you are some of our best customers. I think I can sneak you just a small portion for free. Yeah, you can. Fill up the bag. That's right, you can. Fill it up. Speaking of highway robbery, there you go. Thank you. We'll enjoy the show. Okay, please do. Is there, is there anything else I can make do to make your visit more enjoyable? You gift cards? Yeah. You have gift cards, Lance? I don't, I don't, I don't know. We're getting, we're getting ready for the holiday season, and I don't think I can just be handing out free coupons. You know what? I what? like that little uh, page boy hat you have on. How about you give me that? Take it. Just grab it. This is my first job, sir. I, I'm proud of the hat I earned. I want to make him hand it to me so he is submissive. <laughs> give me it. That's smart, sir. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can, sir. Lance. What? You want us to go see this movie? You want us to come back next week? Yes, sir. I want you to have an enjoyable experience, sir. Then give me that page boy hat. That's right. That's right. That's right. Put it on him. There you go. Yeah, put it on me. Put it on his head. Put it on me. Do it for him. Okay, sir. Yeah, that's right. Do it. Is that is that snug enough for your satisfaction? At a jaunty angle. Yeah, oh, oh, that would be better. Oh, that would sorry. be better. Not nearly jaunty enough. Oh, boy. Perfect. You see this theater? I'm the ticket boy now! Yeah! Lance, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. What's what, what, what seems to be the problem? You're out of uniform. You're missing your hat. And there's a couple other things missing, too. I just wanted to talk to you about it and give you a chance to explain yourself. Yes, ma'am, absolutely. I, I, I'm i happy to talk to you. I just... Well, you know, you gave me a little bit of a dressing down last Tuesday during, during discount day about not being quite amendable enough, I think was your word for it. And I was just trying to be as amendable as possible. You gotta stop being a pussy, okay? You can't let the customers rob you. They will rob you, okay? The customers of this dollar theater are very filthy, okay? Do you understand that that, that especially people who uh, berate you, okay, and treat you like garbage, that's not the customers we want to please, okay? So next time somebody does that, Keeping it in mind, always filthy, always right. That's our customers. The customer is always filthy, always right. That's right. That's also why I have a problem with you handing out, you know, free crunchy bunch and popcorn and other things. I, man, I will say this. I recognize. I recognize that popcorn is a high margin margin item that we sell so i gave a little bit of that away for free but i would never i would never give away a free bunch of crunch i know that is 57 cents per for us to get on in bulk that's right and you know we charge 8.50 for it okay so there's not that much room for profit in there 
You're right, particularly when wages might included. Exactly. Are, How oh. are we gonna afford to pay you the three seventy five discounted wage based on your low mental capacity? Oh goodness, I really shouldn't have brought that up, should I? You shouldn't have, because remember, we're not supposed to talk about wages in the office. If anybody else hears that you're making more than them, they will be upset. And then they'll ask me for my next hat too. Listen. Got an extra hat here for you. I don't want to fire oh, you. Thank you. Okay. Cut to the next day. Hey, hey. Hi, welcome. Hey, back. hi, welcome back to the. You let you let. Yeah, this what? one. He's he's the one. He's the one. Yeah, he's the one named Lance. I can see it on his name tag. Hi, Lance. Welcome to the theater. Man. I need your hat. Man, no. My neighbor came back to the trailer park yesterday, and he had a fancy hat, and he told me come down here, and he got it from Chew. I'm going to need that hat. And sir, you know what? I'm going to need about six or seven crunching munch on the side also. Sir, I, I've been given a strict new policy from the higher-ups. No more free hats or bunch of crunch. What do you think about that, honey? I don't think he's really going to get it to us near soon. <laughs> well, well, reckon we'll just have to break his arms a little bit for him. Oh, hold me back, Wilbur. Cut back to the boss. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Your stuttering has gotten worse. I know. I know. It means we'll have to lower your pay if you can't communicate with the customers. No, it's a sign. I really do. It's a sign. I mean... From God? You heard, oh, you heard something? Well, who maybe else would it be a, a sign from, Janine? Well, Philip, it could be a sign from the Department of Transportation. Okay, you make a fair point. Okay. It's just, I just sort of meant like, I mean, it's a sign. I mean, you guys know that I grew up in the sun-kissed raisin fields. And I mean, here I am, and yes. it's the sun-kissed apartment building. I mean, I'm supposed to have an apartment in this building. It was meant to be. It was. It was I believe, meant. I believe you. Oh my gosh, I'm so. Um, it's chills. Oh, you see my goosebumps. Oh my god. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. See, I'm glad someone's Philip? on my side. Philip, don't you hear this? I am just trying to be the reasonable one here. I am just trying to think about what is going to make sense for everyone in this economy. You're. I, you're always looking out for me. I mean, I appreciate that. Ever since your family found me in that field and raised me as their own. And rehydrated you. Well, I did appreciate that. Um, I just... I, I know you've been looking out for me and I appreciate it. But I mean, look at it. Don't you think? You're I right. I mean, the, it's, it's not... It can't concrete, be a coincidence, can it? Concrete, tiny little windows. It looks perfect. It's just... It's perfect for you, Jeremy. I'm so thrilled for you. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to get you some curtains. That would be so great. What color would you like? Maybe orange, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I, think, I think that would be Maybe good. like a nice combination of yellow and red. Yellow so, yeah, and red. Orange, maybe. Yeah, orange. orange. Yep. But, you know, from afar, it would look orange if we just got yellow and red. I think we can manage that. We That's absolutely, great. We absolutely That's can. That's great. Now, and matching towels. couple quick things. Um, I talked to the manager. It's about... Three times in my budget. So. Oh, well, Philip, you've got to help. I mean, Philip, 
I know you. We're not really brothers, but I always thought of you as my brother. You chose when, your family chose him. That's, they did. They did. We, and I mean, and we, we all agreed it's a sign. What was the conversation we had three minutes ago? Less than three minutes ago. Being responsible, finding the right thing. I don't know why I'm only once. Three times your budget. What are you? Do? What can be more responsible than acknowledging a sign from God? I mean, if you don't acknowledge a sign from God, Philip, I think we're going to have to break up. I guess I could always just go back and live in those grape fields. I mean, if no, 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 no one wants me, no, and I would, no, no, okay, no, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Oh, we'll okay. Janine, yes, I think it's this is a sign, a sign from God and a sign from Janine. Fine, we will take care of the red and yellow. Curtains and towels and towels and ma- and bath mats and, and two, first and first two, month two first thir- and last deposit first and last month and plus two thirds of every other month because it's three times your budget. You know I could. That's my whole budget. Yep. Like all my money. So yeah. really, I mean, if you could take care of three fourths of my rent, then that would leave me with some, you know, ramen. Money. So I could still eat food. Yeah. And that, I wouldn't. Die. Oh, but you come over to our house anyways, already, this for dinner. True. This is true. And yeah. lunch. Yeah. And breakfast. This I mean, you're true. always over. Why, why do you want to move out so badly? I I mean, is I it, didn't really want to. I didn't think of it. It was just a sign I was God. chasing that dog uh-huh. was it that the, was dragging its ass through the alley, oh, and exactly. I saw yeah. sun-kissed apartments, and my mind exploded, and I came, and I drug you down here. So literally... This all just happened in the last, like, 45 minutes. Well, it seems like a well-thought-out plan to me. Particularly where God is involved. I mean, all the other signs from God have only been, you know, mm-hmm. 60 to 90 minutes long. So this is actually pretty pretty quick. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that, you know, might be uh, on the lookout for some stigmata, too. Nope. My hands aren't bleeding yet. Okay, good. Probably keep, for the best. I'll keep an eye out. You know, maybe that dog, maybe it has something to do with that dog. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the other sign. Yeah. If blood starts coming out of his ass, I think we should get worried. Yeah, that that would definitely be a sign of something. So, uh, just uh, check. Uh, Take it out of the good account. That's the good account. And there you go. Thank you. Darlie, you've done wonders with this place. Oh my goodness, I just love it. Thank I love you. it. Thank I, you, guys. Yeah, excuse me. Thank you, ladies. Thank you guys so much. I feel really, I feel really at home here. Yeah, I mean, my first apartment post-divorce, so it's a little sad, but I've tried to make it a happy place. You spruced it up nicely. It's got great light, good angles everywhere, nice open space. You're still gonna host book club, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Good. But now that Rami isn't going to be, you know, hanging out, playing video games in the computer room in the background, I think book club is going to go a lot smoother. Yeah, not making snarky comments all the time about Dan Brown would be appreciated. Yeah. No offense, no offense. Yeah, no, I understand. We had a lot of problems, so I appreciate uh, you ladies' help in getting me out of that uh, supportive marriage. Oh, who's in that? Hello? Yeah, sorry, I'm not, I'm not stalking you. I'm not trying to bother you. Ronnie, I, I think one of my uh, 
controllers uh, found its way into one of your boxes. Oh my Mommy, goodness. this is the classic leave behind, and you're not even invited over to do a leave behind. This is this is not. I trust me. Seinfeld. I promise this is not a leave behind. You accidentally must have packed one of my controllers. There's I mean, no way I got that controller out of your greasy, slimy hands. I mean, it's 24-7 you're in the computer room. What? What? When would I even go in there to get it from I, your fucking hands? I don't know, but it it's I don't have it, so it must be here in, in some of your things. Oh, hi, Gail. Ronald. Hi, Ron. Marjorie, hi. Thanks. Hi. Sorry, I didn't mean to barge in. I, I misplaced one of my controllers. I think she has it. Yeah, no, no I don't think so. That. They gathered that. I don't, I don't see. Gail, do you see? I don't see it around here. No. Nope. Uh-uh. No, Ronnie, I just don't have that much stuff. So there's not, you know, even that many boxes to look through. You know, I let you have the house. I let you have the kids. I let you have the dog. Like, I just, I just want to be left alone for once. Yeah. Those, speaking of which, uh, like the kids and the dog and everything, it's yeah. really putting a damper on my gamer scores. Uh, mm-hmm. So I haven't had time to even play any video games until today, and that's when I realized, oh, I don't even have a controller. Maybe I should go see if uh, Sin. This is a nice what? place. Lots of light in here. I know. Well, it's done really well. Nice with it. angles. Well, it sounds to me like you really should just keep the controller somewhere else if you've been spending time with the kids and the pets and hey gail can i talk to you on the, on the hallway for a second no no gail don't don't do it gail you know what happened last time you and try and get you to give him free therapy she is not a free therapist ronnie if you want to talk to her you go make an appointment fifty dollars an hour or insurance Oof. well i don't have either really one of deal. those things she's, she's cheaper than my therapist I, yeah nope i I can't. I don't have either of those. Um, I. Uh, Ronald, can I just give you one piece of advice? Don't have a job. Yeah, keep that'd the be controller great. here. You've been doing well with the kids. Everything is working out fine. Just stay off of the video games for a little while. <laughs> what? Now that is some therapist advice I actually support, and that's actually really good advice. That probably would have been about what. Five dollars worth. It's about five dollars worth $5. of advice. So you've got a fiver. Yeah. You could just get out of here. See, I don't. I have. I my wallet. I left my wallet down in the uh, car. Typical. Well, I, those. I mean, I was just planning on coming up and gra- grabbing the control. I didn't know that all you ladies would be here. I just. I really. Why uh, wouldn't we be here? Carl is our friend. Oh right. She was our friend. And we wanted. She was our friend. And of course, we want to see your place. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not your friend. No. Because you have no friends. Although the fifty dollar was with the friends and family discount. That's true. You do. You do still technically slide in under there. You, so you can. I'm throwing you a bone, kid. Gail, you whore. I'm throwing him a bone. Okay. All right. Well. I. Lost my job, and I Do just really. Okay, you're right. This oh. is the classic Levi. I put my controller in your box, knowing that Gail would come over here, and I could come and get some free therapy. All right. Yeah. So if I could just borrow Gail, 
for just like 10 or 15 minutes out of the hall. I want to, I know where my controller is. I know it's not just here. get the controller. I know it's not here. I told you it's a lie. It was a ruse. There it is. Now, Ronald, own up yeah. to what you really want here. The controller's there. If you want to take it and leave, take it and leave. If you want to talk. Gail? You had Ronald's controller? Oh my God, Gail. I miss you so Fucking whore, bitch. Wait, Slap you wanted me to come here, didn't you, Gail? Don't you see? This isn't, this isn't a classic Ron manipulation. This is a classic Gail manipulation. It was your idea, Gail, to have Darla move out, wasn't it? What? And book club? Who organized this book club? Gail? Of course. Just because I recommended Michael Crichton for our next book doesn't mean... I knew it wasn't you, honey. I knew it wasn't you. I knew you couldn't really like Dan Brown. I knew... Oh. They're both true. Okay. So well, I'm done with this. These spurious accusations. Gail, Gail. Gail and Ronnie, get the fuck out of my house. You are my kind of nuts, Gail. <laughs> Would you like to go down to my van? I suppose we should get Starbucks and talk this over or something. Darla, do you have any more Chardonnay? All right, that's how we do it, everybody. <laughs> um... <laughs> Rob, what did you learn from uh, our story today, from George's story? Wow, I I didn't know about the history of all the competing um, competing distributors. Uh, distributors, yeah, yeah the film here. companies, that's, right? That's so cool. I mean, that, it makes sense that you know, pre digital, we we you know, you have to have like physical distribution in so mm-hmm. many different places, right? Yeah, that's oh my gosh, I. I I walk around this area so much volunteering for OKC Improv, and now I just, I'm gonna look at all these buildings uh, with uh, a little bit more hop in my step. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's neat, isn't it? It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, what do you have to plug? Um, so, my one thing to plug is Molly and my improv group, Murder Bear, has our first festival appearance this February, tentatively, um, in San Antonio at the Big Little Improv Festival. <laughs> All right. So um, come check us out there. Our name, again, is Murder Bear. Murder Bear. You can see us in San Antonio at that gig, or we do perform sporadically here at OKC Improv. And uh, do you have uh, social media for that? Or for yourself? (laughs) (laughs) We are too new. We're we so are. New. Oh, yeah. We are, we are we're so fledgling. Oh, yeah. We don't have Facebook. We don't have Twitter. We are actually still trying to figure out our first ever photo shoot so we can have a group photo. Nice. <laughs> to put for our social media yeah. purposes. Exactly. I mean, you, you know, we don't want to put the cart before the horse. Exactly. Uh, in this case, a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, what did you learn today? Um, well, uh, what's really cool is that I'm an Oklahoma history teacher. And, oh, geez. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so a lot of a lot of the information that uh, George shared uh, is something that I've had uh, I've learned from him prior to today, um, but is also found in one of the, in a publication called The Chronicles of Oklahoma, which I recommend and anybody going to their local library and finding uh, past issues uh, where you can uh, access primary sources about our state's extremely colorful history. Uh, it goes back to about 20,000 years. So that's new information. But what I learned from here, uh, <laughs> uh, from tonight, uh, was uh, just a reminder about how you gotta you know, cut, peop- uh, cut animal heads off uh, mm-hmm. in order to learn 
whether or not they are infected with rabies. Yeah. Nightmare. I'm gonna sco- I'm gonna snopes bummer. this. I, I, I you know because <laughs> apparently on Wikipedia I can't access Wikipedia on my phone because they want me to pay for it. Uh, please pay for that is gonna be my plug. Is that good? What? Somebody pay for Wikipedia. Yeah, Somebody please. pay for Wikipedia. Because <laughs> the founder of Wikipedia obviously is not embarrassed to ask for money, so we shouldn't be embarrassed to pay for free content that anybody can edit. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as we discuss so much in Murder Bear, sometimes animal sacrifice is the answer. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anne, Lizette, what did you learn today? Um, I learned that... If somebody asks for something for Christmas, you have to figure out a way to get it for free. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> because the homemade and hand-picked gifts are way better than anything that has a high price tag. And no, I don't know about that. Matters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you got out of it. All my <laughs> Christmas presents are going to be urban foraging. Exactly. <laughs> urban foraging. I like it. That is cool. And then uh, my only plug is that I work for OKC Improv, and it's a 501c3 nonprofit uh, education and performance center here in Oklahoma. Yeah, so, so everybody fuck off, profits! Like, yeah, fuck off, <laughs> we're, we're poor! Don't even mind me! But for real, um, come see our shows. We run uh, almost the entire year here at the Paramount Theater, so check us out at okcimprov.com. Yes, please do we're that. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Snapchat. We actually we're... have all the social media. We have yeah. all the social media. And it's medias. all OKC Improv. Uh-huh. Because right? OKC yep. Improv has been around for longer than six months. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating eight years. Yeah, eight years. That's the, great. This weekend wow. is our, oh, really? it's our, yeah, it's our anniversary. Yeah, that's wow. what Festivus is yeah. for. Oh, December perfect. of 2009 is when OKC Improv started. Wow, that's yeah. great. Okay. Well, happy anniversary. I learned that. I didn't know oh, how long. Yeah. Yeah. Many years, yay! Uh, I learned one thing, and you might not know this, Rob. This might blow your mind mm-hmm. because you didn't know the other stuff. Hit me. Uh, the road, this main road out here, exchange. Mm-hmm. I always assumed it was livestock, something to do with the cattle. Mm-hmm. It's film exchange. No, yes. that's the reason yes. that road exchange is because this is the film exchange. That's Too cool. really, I know. So, Hollywood, right here in Oklahoma City. Such a huge footprint. It's so well, cool. Many, I want to be a star. Many of the old films that, that were made prior to 1929 uh, 19, uh, were made here in Oklahoma. The Great Train Robbery, I yeah. think, was filmed here. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, at one of Edison's. One of Edison's, Edi- Edison yeah. came out here to shoot a uh, film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, crazy. We have, uh, I'd like to go ahead and plug how great our state is with our wonderful climate that you can get any kind of weather for your film needs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I learned that. And what do I got to plug? Oh, yes. Uh, this is going to come out in January, but you should still check it out. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was in a very fun Thanksgiving horror movie called Buzzard Hollow Beef. It's available on iTunes or on iTunes. Uh, it's free with your Amazon Prime account, and you can also get it on Google Play. Buzzard Hollow Beef. It is out there now, so please check it out. And everything else, HistoryMadeUp.com is the website. History Made Up uh, on Twitter and. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.